I cannot believe that this is episode 400 of the Side Talks podcast, and we are popping a bottle of Prosecco here in the studio. How time And we're recording. This is crazy. Do y'all remember episode one? Yep. It's wild, man. How does Howard Stern feel? He's still like getting Beetlejuice out and shit. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Like he's still doing, he's still like got stuttering John in there. Fucking 20. Like we're celebrating number 400, like woo. And he's like, bitch, I got 400 years under my belt. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Y'all ready for this? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is that, uh, that old classic sound design. Woo. Woo! Here you go. Charlie Porter. All right. Happy 400th, and um, happy 400th mostly to our listeners. I wonder if there's anybody out there who's actually listened to 400. I I'm would, sure there's somebody. God if bless they, them. Listen, if they did and they were legit, I would totally give them like a ticket a month to the cinema. You know, I bet I know who has listened to all 400 Not episodes. All the uh, Corey Heads and Kittens out there. Um, and I'd like to wish them a hearty what's up, ding dongs, uh, to celebrate this 400th episode. Uh, so we are about to drink this Prosecco. I'm going to drink a lot of this Prosecco. This is our intro. And you know, um, cheers, y'all. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers to 400. Yes. yes. Sam. All right. Man, ASMR that shit. We need to make some money. Drink in that mic. Eat the hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I, eat I, the hairbrush. I would eat the hairbrush. Tonight. That's the over $10 bottle. Every other bottle I bring, it gets up a little bit. Well, sooner or later, we'll get to some Dom, I think. <laughs> Episode 10 million when I'm 100 years old. Um, yeah. Um, cheers, y'all. Yeah, cheers. Hey, Brad, um, when you do get back into the booth, will you? Um, can you hit us with the with our supercut music? Yeah. And uh, so that we can hear it, because these bitches haven't heard it oh, yet. Oh, Lord. And uh, we, got right. a little, we got a little lead-in for y'all. Okay. Antics, antics. Oh, that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. That's kind of good out of a paper Corey, cup. I, I, yeah, I, pass me that yeah, I didn't give you much. My mom just sent me a TikTok for anybody who's interested. I just, <laughs> just that just came through on my phone. Um, who knows what that could be about? Probably cat. Yeah. Oh. I know. It's for you, Corey. Listen to that. Oh yeah, that's that's good and bubbly. <sighs> Yum pretty darn good just making coke classic commercials in here (laughs) brad will clean brad is going to clean this up for you listeners yeah morgan i don't know if this is going to be loud or not okay watch maybe take an ear off for a second yeah Amazing. That's right, bitch. There it is. Let's go. I'm Rachel Morgan. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Sorry, I had Prosecco in my mouth. (laughs) I'm Corey Kraft. 
And who are, uh, who are you? I'm Charlie Sanders, and that's Brad in the booth. And this is episode 400, and we're um yeah we got a we got a surprise guest on this episode in addition to Charlie, and uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this episode. Are you? Yep. Can't believe we did it. Yeah, literally cannot believe it. <laughs> I can't uh, either. How long? How long? 400. What episodes in in the, the year was it's 2019. Yeah, yeah. pre COVID, right COVID. before COVID. Yeah, wow, so wild stuff. It's pretty cool. I thought we'd make it through 20, and here we are at 400, and and still going, man. We're still fighting. We're still, you know, we still got shit to fight about. <laughs> Imagine. Um, shout out to Sam too, our producer Sam no. Oh, no. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. Um, for those of you, I know we we realize that podcasting is a visual medium. We've got uh, cowboy hats on in here. I've got my bandana. Corey's already taken I his cowboy took it hat off. and I, bandana. I, I, I had it on for the majority of this intro and i thought we were wrapping up the intro so i went ahead and took it off well we're about to fight about a film that would require you to put that back back on on. so let's go um side talks the official podcast of the sidewalk film festival episode number four fucking hundred get ready for a five minute fight five minute round one fight. fight Five minute fight! It's finally happened. Yeah, it's finally happened. Go ahead and start the timer, Brad. We're wearing cowboy hats in here. It's episode four hundred. We're fighting about the one, the only, the brilliant urban cowboy. A movie you like a lot. A movie I love. I love. I love. If you'll remember, it's in my like top twenty or yeah, some shit. Yeah. I am fucking obsessed with this film. I could watch it every freaking year. What the hell is your problem? This is I mean, a, this is a vibe, <laughs> man. This is a whole thing. Sure, and the parts of it that were a vibe are the parts of it that I thought worked the best but like this is a pretty lengthy melodrama first of all that unlike saturday night fever which i feel is an actual critique of misogyny i think urban cowboy is just misogynistic i think you're totally wrong i knew you were going to try to come with that and i actually think you're wrong i think how this is i think this is not misogynistic at all is the behavior bad absolutely Are, are, are are men who are in the subculture of this like cowboy bullshit bad absolutely but Travolta kind of comes around to bend with this shit. I don't think he ever I, really also does, that, though, also, because you've got Scott you Glenn as a far worse example. I'm also not going to, I refuse, absolutely refuse to spend the five minutes arguing with you about whether or not this is a misogynistic film. Because I mean, it's fair just enough, straight up, but not, like, I'm it's about two it dudes who just slap the shit out of Deborah Winger for it's, like it's, no that, reason. That is so unfair. This is an, enc- an entire fucking world, it's an entire fucking vibe. And to, to Bradford's point, when uh-huh. I told him where I was fighting you on this he was like it's like they create they did they created a world you got travolta with the fucking beard looking cool at the beginning uh-huh. you got him laying in bed with the, t- the zoom out the zoom with out the with two the two ladies two yep. ladies one on either side you are fucking loser for not liking this film already <laughs> dude already dude you suck i'm gonna win right fucking there then he got shaved the beard off he's on the scaffolding man but he's going to gillies he's moving to the big city everything about this film is so fucking fun and, and high energy and i just did not don't- think it was high energy at all it's oh, very that's low weird. energy that's weird that's weird that you think that i'm not Is it? I, yes what were you doing did you fucking do some ketamine to watch this shit <laughs> yes i did some ketamine to watch this shit because it's the only way i can endure it no 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 deborah like, weir's brilliant in sure it. she's it's fine. john travolta at his best no it's i not. haven't even gotten to pam well pam's great 
Yeah, I have my no beef with Pam. My daddy does oil and all like, that that entails. She didn't show up until the seventh hour of this movie. She doesn't movie. need to, man. She's in it sparingly, and it's, it's super brilliant. long. And it's just like the whole time, I, the, I'm just thinking, let this woman ride this fucking bull, dude. Like, stop being such a corn cob. Like, I don't understand she, she, it. And she does, and she does ride the fucking bull. I, I yes, I understand that. Mama, I my not, legs are sweating. I don't. How do think, you not like this movie? I just I, am I not getting it. Started to articulate that. Go ahead. Look, it, it's it moves too slowly. The script is insane. Everything that Scott Glenn does, who's just like this actively malicious ex-convict, who Deborah Winger is just like, I'm gonna get with this dude to make my husband jealous. Villainous. Like, all of that is just so implausible and lame. Oh, and, I disagree. You know, Travolta just as this stilted man-child. I mean, I get, like, I think the movie's trying to do a Saturday Night Fever type thing, but Saturday Night Fever works so much better. I disagree. And also, it's a different film. We don't have to compare these to one another just because don't Travolta's we? in mean, it. Yeah, no. we kind of do. We, we like, actually don't. This movie don't. got it's greenlit its because of Saturday Night Whatever. Fever. Whatever. That doesn't mean shit. We don't compare. And everybody's fine with Tarantino's misogyny, but let's okay. all... Okay. Yes. Don't yes, play I the what it. about Tarantino card. What about this? What about that? Come on. At least Tarantino makes films that are dramatically the functional. The soundtrack is incredible. Every like, Here's the thing. Do... This is a film that takes place in the 1980s, and it is a work of that generation. Yeah, it sure. is a work of that era. Okay. Have you ever lived in the 1980s and experienced life, and have you ever been to Houston, Texas? Because this is that subculture wrapped up. It is re- It is a world, man. It is a vibe, and Gillies was an actual place. I am sure that that makes it accurate, but it does not make it dramatically compelling. I disagree. I think that all of those elements kind of come together to world build in a way that does make it really compelling. When Uncle Barry Corbin literally gets awesome. struck down by the lightning bolt of God moments after delivering you're a not valuable life lesson, you're what not, are we doing? You're we not doing? even describing that scene you would, properly, man. You People would, die on the scaffolding all the time. Sure, but you would turn against a, a movie in an instant if it were not a movie that accurately reflected something that you personally experienced. That's not true, and that's I think not that's fair at 100% all. I actually true. reject films that I reject films all the time that reflect my personal experience. Mm. I do. Now, this is the thing. D- d- did that film capture what I have experienced as a moment and a vibe and a scene and, and an environment and a place? Yes. And does that make d- does that make it a, a better film in my eyes? Of course, because anytime you're sort of seeing that world reflected that you know has some accuracy to it, that's going to do that. But that is not the only thing that's happening here. There's a strong narrative. There's incredible acting there's an incredible soundtrack incredible there's really it's pretty credible all right <laughs> let me just stop both of you there please, since we're please. at time uh having been born in houston texas and having a father who's been to gillies many times i feel like the deck has been stacked against me from there's the beginning a, here. there's a there's a, there is a whole vibe that i think that i think that cory maybe you're you're actually making the point against yourself to Rachel, uh, an experience that, that is very real. I mean, yeah, and and the scaffolding and the lightning bit, uh, yeah, I I I'm not with you on that. Like, I would you say that uh, you would equate that to the guy who got struck by lightning on the Great Outdoors? Is that how unbelievable it was? Like is it is it Well, I've never seen the great outdoors. Okay, see again, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I'm going to have to give all points to Rachel here. All yeah, of them? Yeah, Every single yeah, point. Yeah. Because one, I've heard you talk about slow 
films before and how much you love them. So I have no idea why that that is your first. That was the out of the gate. You said it was too slow. So I don't. I don't like that. some films are too slow. I'm just saying, like it doesn't track with you. Doesn't and, track. Oh and so God. that that so, so you're in the negative all of a sudden. And then yeah, like you're talking about my hometown. <laughs> so it's it's sort of almost a, a personal attack. God in right. heaven! I um, didn't realize I was walking into a fucking viper's look, nest. Here. I didn't either. I didn't know what you were gonna do, and I'm just so so sorry to, to be the one to say you lose. Thank you. The, the, the sort Thank of you. the sort of cultural vibe stuff is the best stuff in the movie. Okay, Just hanging out in the you, bar at Gillies is, is fine. It is weird to me that you don't like, and it's also gorgeous. I didn't mention it's gorgeously it's shot. It's fine. I think no, that Corey's I, hung up on the fact that it is not Saturday Night Fever two. I'm hung up you on are. the mechanics of the plot being cliche and lame compared to Saturday Night Fever. compared to anything that is good but that's what you use as an example and sure so, so therefore but specific sure specifically compared to like Travolta subculture melodramas to totally different far places better, far better I, I think and here's the thing actually kind of what I like about this film is this like the stakes are fairly low and it doesn't matter these are like these it's like a blue collar Working class, like excited, carrier over the threshold to a trailer, mm. like that's the level. And 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 their moment in the sun is like riding a bull at a country club, and like that is you're, you're invest. The film somehow wraps you up and, and invests you in that. And I do love that, it, that it's so low stakes because that is like that's the reality for some people that like being able to like get off of your shitty job and and roll into Gillies at night is like that. You're a fucking superstar in that moment. Absolutely, and it and it totally makes sense to me i'm just not and i don't see how you don't see the evolution of john travolta's character or deborah winger's character for that matter now scott glenn's character is it is he just villainous for villainous sake sure but like have you ever seen a movie it's a movie yeah Mm. yeah you know okay oh have you ever seen a movie here we go thank you i also think thank you wait hold on i'm getting photo of this listen here's the other thing is i also think that dude kind of exists i think that nasty fucking dude yes let's get this let me get a photo of this that nasty fucking dude that like drinks the worm when he drinks the worm Mm, Mm. i can't you whatever get out of town brad's got his cowboy let me get a picture (laughs) of brad out here all right well i won i'm shut up um, but just so you know, and be warned, on the other side of that door, you're about to get your ass kicked, Corey. Because uh, Brad- not the first time, won't be the last. Bradford and my mom said they were going to kick your fucking ass. Oh, on this all one. right, God also, in heaven. Also, one last thing before we wrap this up that came up with Corey today. I got a, a Alex um, Alex Pollock, my friend, who uh-huh. I think you know, yeah. text me today, and it was a somebody. She's like somebody died, and it was like a life size statue of Jar Jar Binks. And she's like, get, R.I.P. She said, get for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Corey, man, um, episode 400, of course. That's so, right. um, you know, we were doing it. So we have, uh, Kyle McKinnon and the studio, yeah, special guest in the studio to do Kyle's corner. It's been a minute since we've done Kyle's corner and actually it's going to be what we're going to present right now in episode 400 is going to be Kyle's corner part one. So we'll uh, look forward to part two as well in a future episode that gets us over the hill of 400. So, um, yeah, without further ado, Kyle's corner part one, episode 400. Okay. Great. I, uh, yeah. Welcome to Kyle's corner. I just I got a new phone um, last night. I I've been using an iPhone seven for the for many years and just just upgraded it. I 
I feel like I'm 78 years old because I can't, it doesn't have a button that you push down and I cannot get used to this at all. And, uh, but we're, we're just going to push forward. The reason I mentioned my phone is that I, I wrote out some podcast topics, uh, on, on a, a Google doc. And so that's what I'm going to at least be like kind of referencing, but they're really disjointed, uh, including things like summer goals, Oscar night, Halloween season movies, uh, and chocolate chip cookies, um, and Aldi ice cream. We'll see what we, we'll see what, uh, what I, what I can, uh, what I can get to in this amount of time and, um, what can be salvaged or what can be just utterly destroyed. Um, hi, I'm Kyle. I'm a, uh, former programmer with Sidewalk and former, uh, Kyle's Corner, um, or I guess, is it Kyle's Corner, um, uh, uh, host at large? I think it's been about two years since I've, I've, uh, spoken. I think the last time was at Sidewalk in 2021, I believe, like in the, uh, like in, in, uh, theater A or B at the Sidewalk Cinema. And it, feels very similar like the, this time feels kind of similar to that time where I was just kind of talking into a mic and not really entirely sure where this is going but um but I, uh, I will give a quick update on where I've been for a while uh I've been uh in Crestwood in the Crestwood neighborhood in Birmingham and uh I now have I, I had one kid the last time around and I now have two kids one is a one is a, a one-year-old girl named Bonnie the other one, Rory. And so I spent a lot of time there at home. And um, a, a lot of it lately has been not as much movie watching as I want to, though I try to carve out time every night. But for the most part, I can make it through about 40% of a movie, regardless of whether I like it a lot or not, and um, pretty much just fall asleep wherever. If I'm sitting upright, uh you know, nearly standing, I, I will fall asleep. Um, it's been, it's actually been kind of a long time since I've been able to power through a single movie on a weeknight without like the assistance of like uh, uh, coffee. Um, but uh, but weekends I can do a little bit better. Um, so otherwise I've been like grilling a lot. I've gotten real, like I, I, I somehow have acquired four grills in the past few years uh, between like gas and charcoal and portable ones and stuff. And so I've just been switching it up and that's been really fun. Um, and uh, if you need any recommendations for grills, I'm happy to give them. Um, and other than that, yeah, it's just been, um, uh, I, I've been, I, I I think when, when when I was doing this years ago, I was uh, experimenting with just canceling subscription based video programs, like or, or movie programs, and um and I did a pretty good job, like just focusing on just watching Canopy, which I still like highly endorse. I think that's one of the best um, streaming services out there and free, and um and then relying on the library system for checking out movies and also. Uh, you know, borrowing from friends and stuff. Um, the I since have like caved. I told myself I wouldn't go like get into Disney, um, like not not the company, but just Disney Plus as a subscription 
based platform, but ultimately kind of sort of had to, even though my daughter was really diligent about watching, and she still is about watching movies on physical media, including like the, she has a VCR in her room and she watches Mary Poppins and, uh, um, Robin Hood, like the the Disney Robin Hood on VHS, like virtually every night uh, in her room and can control that. But finally, like I caved into the pressure of her having access to like other stuff that she's seen, like at you know her grandparents' house or or at her friend's house. And um, I don't know, I the, is the value there? It costs like they they just up upgraded the price to thirty dollars a month i think i don't i don't know it doesn't it doesn't feel good i i don't i'm not totally loving it um i however i i can't really say much to that because i did uh on my own accord subscribe to um what is now called max formerly known as hbo max and i i have kind of enjoyed that i'll have to be honest that's been pretty good um trying to think of like some 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 things i've watched that might be worth recommending re- recommending or not recommending um the uh you can skip i think they skip the outwaters if you can see that horror movie the like super low budget uh i um i was so that took me two nights um i was totally on board for like just like the general concept of it but it's uh it's it's a found footage style movie um it's uh, the first 20 minutes really should just be cut out entirely. And um, the only purpose the first 20 minutes served is, is to just show that there are earthquakes happening in the background of this story. Um, there, it, And it ultimately like doesn't make sense that it's a found footage movie. Like there's part, it ultimately turns into like a surrealistic nightmare and they do a pretty good job of that. But there's, I can't completely understand why someone's recording um footage off a camera um throughout like stuff that would um you know be like like uh i don't know kind of like hellraiser style horror and that sounds really great and all but it's didn't didn't fully like pay off in the end though i will say and the re- i think the whole reason i even mention it is there are sections and maybe even like like two minute sections of it that i think are really admirable admirable and i really just wish that the atwaters was outwaters was a youtube video um, maybe like a five minute YouTube short and it would have like blown me away. Uh, and that I will say has to do with the sound design in it. And it's, um, basically I've never heard thunder used as such in such an eerie way. And it's used almost like, um, it just, it, it suggests this imposing doom that's happening. So imagine you're like, okay, so you're watching Blair Witch Project and you remember how effective the uh, trees falling in the woods when um, when the three are, are three protagonists are in a tent and they hear these like sounds and trees falling in the woods and things moving around them and it's dark and they don't know what's going on and it's really effective. Well, something kind of similar happens in this movie where they're in the tent and you hear these sounds, these like distant booming sounds that sound like faraway explosions going off, except they keep happening over and over and over and over again. And I really dug that. Um, so if <laughs> if you need an endorsement for that movie, that's about it. Um, I I uh, curious to see if they do anything, the filmmakers behind it do anything uh, afterwards but um um i don't know not i can't really highly recommend seeing the whole thing well thanks everyone this has been kyle's corner glad glad
glad to uh, glad to be here. Next time, next time I'll talk about chocolate chip cookie recipes and Aldi's ice cream. But uh, until then, thanks a lot. Happy to be here and great to see everyone. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast, episode four fucking hundred. I'm still drinking this Prosecco. I'm still drinking Prosecco. It's your own personal cinematic Pam and Sissy. Okay. Um, I, I let me tell you something. They're both adorable. Brad, have you? By uh, the way. I know, right? Have you ever seen Urban Cowboy? Cause, I haven't. Because the argument I could have made was just like wall to wall. You get to look at like really attractive women, and I appreciate that. And uh, Pam was a like that was a childhood crush for me. Yeah. Like everything about she had like the she had the fucking hair and yeah. the like style cowboy hat, right? And she comes slinking in to the Gillies. I was like, damn. She's a very this? lovely, prominent nose, which I always appreciate. yeah, I appreciate that too. Hence my my wife. Um, anyway, she. I mean, seriously, I like it. It's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Good. Um, but she she. When she goes back, there's something about that scene. I've talked to Bradford about this. When she goes back to her Houston apartment and it's like from the window, you can see the skyline and she's got like a little bit of that like 80s country on in the background. I was just like, I want to be in this apartment. Like it is just amazing. So anyway, are you going to be Pam or are you going to be sissy? I'm going to be Pam. I, yeah, I can see that. I think you're more Pam. I think maybe I'm more sissy. I think that's right. I had another one just as backup because I didn't think that was terribly fair, but that is that um, Tyler Mayne and Britt Britt you hear about this Mm -mm. well everybody's riled up because britney's been dancing with these knives and then she came out and said everybody chill the hell out in a very long post that's that's meandering and typical brit brit uh britney spears said you know y'all they're prop knives well tyler main who played michael myers came out and said britney please 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 be careful prop knives can still hurt you oh well that's nice yeah showing a little concern tyler main or brit brit this time what do you think um tyler main okay i've met him Briefly at the nice. University of Alabama, somebody oh. spent some money on the budget there to bring him in to show a kill reel, and uh, I roll tide, <laughs> fucking roll, roll tide, roll tide. Thank you so much to Beltwell Studios. Yeah, thanks, Brad. You're welcome. And uh, visit us online at sidewalkfest.com or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. This has been episode 400 yes. of the Side Talks Party. podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Beltwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.